question here from Mitch that says, uh, hoping to get your thoughts. I'm thinking of setting up a trust with my siblings to use as an investment vehicle over a 20 to 30 year time frame to purchase investment property. So it's just not a joint venture for, for two years or three years, do a development and move on. This is a 20 to 30 year time frame. So a bit of background about Mitch. In the late 20s, have secured a government job. Downside is potential for income growth is pretty low. Three siblings who are all earning substantial incomes who are f- or are fast-tracked to that stage. Only issue is due to their hours working or being a business owner, they're not really interested in investing or have the time to look into it. My thought is creating a trust where we put each, or we each put the same amount of money into the trust every two years and use it to purchase an investment property. We do this every two years for 50 years or so and then sit on it for 10 to 15 years. Is this a sound idea? What are the legal and tax considerations for something like this? This is a really common one. Like one of the siblings is really keen. The others have maybe the money or the servicing. They haven't got time. They're like, okay, little bro, go and do your thing. We'll support it, but let's get it, get it right first. Okay, so there are two types of trusts that are commonly used in property investment and also in the family space. The first is commonly called a family trust um, and we lawyers characterise it as a discretionary trust and I would not recommend that type of trust to Mitch even though he's dealing with family. There you go, that's legal advice right there. (laughs) A family trust or a discretionary trust works on the basis that the income of the trust is distributed across a class of family members. So usually that class will be grandparents, parents, children, siblings, wide class of family um, members, but in the discretion of the trustee. So the reason that family trusts were sort of becoming more and more common and popular was because if you had income coming into a family trust, you could pay income to your wife who might have been in a lower tax bracket than you. You could pay income to your children who might have had no um, other income. So you could use it to distribute wealth through your family and minimise tax. Of course, the government said, we don't like this idea. We're going to start to narrow the opportunities for family trust to be used as um, tax reduction vehicles. They are still useful, particularly if you have a spouse who is not working or is in a low tax bracket. You can, in a minimal environment, still distribute some money to the kids. But the issue with it is it's completely discretionary. So nobody has a fixed interest or a share in that. So even though it's got the word family in it, in Mitch's circumstances, I would be recommending a unit trust or a fixed trust where each of his siblings have an agreed share. Their entitlement to the income is paid every year in accordance with that share. If an asset is sold or all of the assets are sold and the trust is wound up, their entitlement on the winding up or the sale of the asset is in accordance with that share. So it gives, I think, the outcome that's the more intended outcome here. Um, One of the key things with this type of agreement between family members or friends or investors who want to come together and form an investment group is that you 
have to have an agreement in place setting out if one of you wants out before the others do, what does that actually look like um, and how does that happen, which is something that we lawyers commonly assist with. Mm, Okay. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The discretionary trust out because I could have a blue with you and you could say at your discretion, John, you're out. You're, we're not giving well, you Well, I a, wouldn't even kick you out. I just wouldn't give you any no income profit. anymore no. <laughs> if I was the trustee. Yeah. Or if you died, I'd say, no, I'm not interested yeah. in making sure your family's looked after. Yeah, so it's at um, your discretion. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so talk to us then and fast forward the process. Mitch has gone ahead with his siblings and set this up. Um with a in, in a unit trust, they're equal shareholders and they they get equal distribution and equal input, etc. What if one of them, for example, needs asset protection? So that they might be one of them might be in a I suppose a high profile industry that's open to litigation. They don't want to be anywhere near the the title, so to speak. How do we structure things like that? So they won't be near the title, and this is one of the reasons why we use trusts rather than our personal names. Because if we've got all four of us on the title in our personal names and one of us gets sued for some reason, then the property is sort of open to their or their share in the property is open to the litigation. The unit trust gives a layer of protection, but the units held in that unit trust, if they're in a personal name, are still exposed because they're an asset of the individual. This is where those family trusts come into play because if we own them in a family trust, then that can give us another layer of protection to say, I individually don't own that that 25% share of that unit trust. It sits in a family trust. In the discretion of the beneficiary, I might get some money every year, but I have no legal entitlement to expect that. Sure. And you wouldn't be a director of that family trust? No. So ideally, the person who is at risk should not have control of the trust because control is an indicator that it's legally just being put in place to make sure you people you owe money to miss out. Sure. So again, making sure that these types of structures are properly considered and set up at the front end is um, important. One of the other things to know about trusts to be compared to companies is the law requires that a trust distributes its profit every year to the beneficiaries or the unit holders in that trust. So a trust can needs to be thought about if you are going to want to hold profit back and not distribute all of the profit in the year that it's made. So again, that's why this is a bit of a 
individualised. Every situation needs to be considered in full on its merits to work out what's best as a, a structure when people are going into something. Mm. Yeah, look, I, I think they're a fantastic structure. I, it's a one, and I've done a few in the past that give us the, the I think, the best of both worlds. It's it's fine with lending, or it has been fine with for lending in the past. It gives her a layer of asset protection. It gives us flexibility, and people can come and go as they as they choose. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.